0: Bronzies, Bronzy's, Bronzy's. Hope everyone is doing absolutely wonderful today. It is a it is a beautiful a beautiful kinda overcast day here in central Colorado and nice Sunday and we're just chilling out. You got you got Zach here on the on the north end of the table, and you've got Dougie Fresh down on the south end of the table. Yo. And we are absolutely thrilled to have joining us today. We have Alona Yashkina. Alona, thank you very much for joining us today.
1: Thank you for inviting me.
0: Yeah, heck yeah! So, so, to, so I guess for starters, our our listener group, we refer to them as Bronzies. So, uh, right off the bat, just so that Bronzies can get a little more familiar with with you and what you do, give us kind of a you know a, a broad idea of, of everything you're involved in uh, uh, just just so that they kind of get a, a full picture of of what what you do within the the metal community.
1: Uh, I sing in a Carmilla metal band, uh, it's Swedish band. Uh, uh, I'm from Russia, and I sing in a Swedish band and live in Sweden now um, because of um, all of the shit happening. Uh, mm-hmm. The second thing uh, I do is uh, my Russian project, uh, Split Mind. It's uh, on freeze now because of uh, the same reasons. Uh, and... Uh, I'm teacher of extreme vocals also and I can uh, see I, I'm session vocalist and I can uh, sing something for someone so
0: I think that's all heck yeah well very cool it's always we're always really delighted to have people on the podcast that kind of uh, cover a, a broad span of of different Different ways to be involved in metal. It's always cool when when somebody's just like involved in a singular band or uh, or has like kind of one role. But it's always especially imp- impressive when when a guest comes on and they're involved in all these different capacities. As you were saying, there you're you're a vocalist for a couple different bands. You also do session work for people. Uh, separate from that, you do education work too. So we could we kind of like walk down the. I guess before we even get into all those projects, I'd be kind of curious to to hear about your background. Uh, how you got started doing vocals, and then also from there, uh, how you kind of started to maneuver into the metal genre specifically. So give us give us a little bit of background into your your technical. Uh, you know how you got into doing vocals technically, and how you got into metal from there.
1: Uh, it was uh, very easy. I was uh, 14 years old, and I heard uh, Arch Enemy. <laughs> And uh, I started uh, to scream on the wall at my home, and uh, then I practiced uh, a lot, and uh, then I found the first band, then it was second band, and uh, it it was going in this way, very uh, not uh, something special. As uh, for everyone, almost for everyone, I think. And uh, I started with extreme vocals, and uh, of course, uh, then I was like, hmm, I want uh, maybe uh, to do, uh, you know, clean vocals with distortion, something about this. And I started to work with uh, this one. And uh, then I was like, uh, oh, I want clean vocals too. And I started uh, to practice in clean vocals.
0: That's all. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of, that's kind of cool. Cause I feel like, I don't know, generally speaking, I, I, there seems to be kind of an, an order of these operations where someone might, you know, like might start doing one thing and then, you know, evolve into doing something totally different outside of that. Uh, and there's usually a typical process that you'd expect or, or that you, you see to be the case more often than not. And in your case, you're saying you started with the extreme vocals and then got into the clean vocals. Do you, uh, I guess was was that a was that a challenge going at all from? Uh, well, I, I guess first I'm curious about if there was any if there were any tools in particular or courses or any people that you kind of looked to educational resources to be able to start understanding the extreme side of it, and then I guess same for the clean side of it as you evolved from the from the the more extreme style into the cleaner. So were there were there any particular? Uh, so you said Arch Enemy, but w- were there any any courses? I know there's like Zen of Screaming, there's stuff like that. Were, were you looking into any of that, or did you kind of just, you know, feel it out, so to speak?
1: Uh, it was uh, quite uh, difficult uh, to learn uh, extreme vocals in Russia and uh, don't understand uh, at uh, that moment English. Um, we had... Uh, uh... No teachers uh, on YouTube or uh, in real life. At uh, this time, it was uh, two thousand and nine, uh, and it was uh, totally nothing <laughs> when I started, and uh, <laughs> I just uh, was uh, screaming to the wall, and uh, then um, I, I just... then one teacher started started to make uh, videos on YouTube, but it was like uh, uh, make. <laughs> <laughs> and of course the uh, first time um i uh, i wanted to uh, to make uh growls and uh, very low growls uh for no one can understand that i it's a uh, girl singing <laughs> it was my goal <laughs> at first time um, uh, i didn't want to be uh, to look like a man or something about this but i wanted to sound like a man and uh um first time it uh, was uh, sounded uh, like (laughs) (laughs) and uh, um, of course uh, without uh, clean singing and uh, breath correct breath and uh, everything else it was not so good and uh, i spent a lot of time For for extreme vocals, but uh, then when I started uh, to work with clean vocals, of course, extreme vocals uh, um, started to become more and more good. It was in this way.
0: Mm -hmm. And then, so so you kind of after a while of kind of working with these these weird kind of as you were saying, like and like just making you know these little noises, and then being able to kind of slowly but surely bring some structure into them over time you were able to kind of take those different little techniques and, and make an actual like extreme sound out of it. Uh, so that's, that's super cool. And I also like, I think that's really funny that you're like, I want to, I want to sound like a man. I want people to almost be like deceived when they're listening to it. So I think that's, I think that's funny, especially with the, uh, especially with the kind of when you switch into your clean, it's like, it's such a, such an absolutely just like clean and pristine, uh, and, and crystal kind of sound to it so it's very interesting just like the people would I, I, like anyone would listen to that and assume that it's you know like you got one like probably big big burly like <laughs> like guy like kind of just barking out whatever and then it's and then it goes into the, like the really pretty uh like the really really pretty kind of controlled like clean sounds that you have from there so I think that's cool that you're able to kind of maneuver between the two sounds so so you started off with those extreme ones then. What was the process like for you to get, into, uh, to get into the more clean stuff since that was your secondary vocal style? Oh,
1: I just um, started to go to some teacher. Uh, I wanted to go to extreme vocals teacher for clean singing. I, I don't know why, but uh, then uh, she said to me that uh, you can go to uh, uh, my friend. Uh, he is good because I don't have uh, time for you now. Uh, so it was uh, just a teacher, which I didn't know before. And uh, he was uh, really good, uh, I think. And uh, of course, uh, after, after I came to him, I think I started uh, to go to uh, so much uh, another ch- teachers to see what is uh, here going on, what is going on here. And uh, it was uh, too much uh, teachers, but I think my uh, first uh, clean uh, vocals teacher uh, was my longest <laughs> teacher. I mean, I, I was going great, to him though. a long t- time. I'm sorry. Uh, sometimes I'm stupid in English. Uh, oh, no,
0: no, no. That be, you're, you're good. You're making, per- you're making sense. No sweat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, uh, second... Uh, Second teacher, uh, which was, uh, really good for me is, uh, my best friend in nagarecha She is, uh, really so good. And, uh, now we work uh, together as a uh, rock school. Uh, she, uh, learned, uh, she teach uh, people clean singing and I, uh, teach uh, people extreme vocals.
0: That's awesome. That's so cool. Like it, it kind of came from a place of, you know, uh, There's a a saying here in the States of like student becomes the master kind of where you start off, you're learning this stuff from somebody else and then you kind of get on equal level with them in terms of uh, in terms of skill, in terms of just ability and whatnot. So that's kind of cool that that was your story. I want to I want us to talk more about uh, the rock school that you have in a little bit, but uh, super curious right now, uh, just from the jump. Uh, we know you're involved in Carmilla, or Carmilla and Split Mind. Tell us a little bit about about those two two bands, how they kind of got rolling, what the uh, what the goals and 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 the I guess kind of any dif- differentiators in terms of writing style, like lyrical content between the two of them. Just give us a, a breakdown of those two bands and and your approach to each of those.
1: Um. At first, I started uh, Split Mind band, and um, uh, I decided to make uh, some uh, uh, progressive uh, metal, metalcore maybe. And mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, too hard to find people who can uh, play it, and uh, in the same way, who will not be like, I'm not sure in it. Maybe we need to remake it. Uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, I always uh, met. Uh, uh, this type of people who was I'm not sure in it, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> or people who can't play such uh, s- styles. Uh, so now I uh, I'm alone in Split Mind.
0: <laughs> oh no way! Uh, oh, that's your yes. that's that's like solely your project. You're doing all of the all of the writing, both in terms of music and in terms of lyrics, no. <laughs> uh, lyrics and all that.
1: I mean, uh, another thing, uh, that it was, uh, mm, so much people changed in, uh, this band and, uh, uh-huh. the last, uh, uh, the last song was, uh, made, uh, by me, uh, Kalyanić and, uh, Eldar, uh, so me, bass player and, uh, guitar player, um, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, then guitar player, uh decided uh don't uh to do music with us uh, more for reasons we, we don't do it uh, perfectly i don't like it <laughs> uh, and uh, he decided uh, to uh, go away from the band mm-hmm. and uh, about kalianic um, um i just knew one uh, thing about him which uh it's uh it's not about music uh one thing about him uh which is uh, crazy for me, and I can't uh, work uh, together with him. And uh, mm-hmm. also, I know that uh, he support war in Ukraine. We tried not to uh, not to speak about this with him. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the end, when I heard uh, uh, one more thing about him, which I really don't like, uh, I decided to stop it. And uh, now, split mind is. Uh, uh freezing band maybe i will want to continue it sometimes mm-hmm. later but not now uh, and uh carmila uh it uh, started in this way uh hokan guitarist of carmila wrote me about uh, he had a solo project and uh, he wanted my vocals in uh, his uh, solo project as a session vocalist uh, only for one song And I made uh, this one for for him. And uh, sometimes uh, later, he asked me uh, about, maybe I want uh, to join the band Carmilla. And uh, uh, I agree, of course. And uh, we can't uh, meet uh, uh, so long time. Uh, I think... uh, I don't remember when we started. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) I totally totally uh, understood. (laughs) It was, I think it was uh, 2021, Mm -hmm. Uh, January, about this. He wrote me and uh, then he invited me to the band and uh, officially I was vocalist of uh, the band uh, about September maybe. So uh, now it's uh, one year about this. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, we can't uh, meet for a long time because of COVID. Um, So it was impossible to go uh in sweden from russia mm-hmm. and uh, then i found a way how to make it uh i just needed to go to another European union country and then i can go to sweden because it's officially was like this uh in sweden mm-hmm. already uh they was like uh you can go from well uh, if you were before in uh, the European Union country. Um, mm-hmm. It was uh, Greece and Hungary opened uh, for Russians at uh, that moment. And I decided to go to Greece because uh, uh, I have a place uh, to stay. Uh, my mom's friend lives in Greece and I decided to go to Greece. Uh, and uh, then I decided to go to my visa. And war started. (laughs) Yeah. And the second day of war, I'm going to uh, Greece uh, visa center for going then to Sweden. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I planned uh, to stay uh, in uh, Greece maybe two weeks or three weeks or so. Um, uh, day, Day after or two days after I received the visa, I was in shock, like, (laughs) really? Really? Uh, And uh, then airplanes uh, don't uh, fly already (laughs) from Russia. But I found that uh, Estonia opened the borders for Russians and uh, I went uh, through Estonia. And I didn't know if I have got some money or already don't have it because uh, MasterCard and Visa left Russia. And it was uh, really crazy traveling. And then the same yeah. way my student from Kharkov, Ukraine, uh, she was going from Ukraine to Poltava uh, and the bombs, was uh, the, so it was crazy. <laughs>
0: Jeez, yeah, that is absolutely like we, we've had we've had a number of guests come on the podcast who experienced their own you know kind of their own kind of type of challenge to have to contend with. But holy smokes, like war breaking out and just trying to figure out like where you're gonna go, being able to like uh, connect with the people you're wanting to work with, maintaining safety all the while. It's like that is just. That is just an up there, like next level challenge. So, that uh, tops everything we've heard that, that, on this podcast. That tops any other challenge. So, so really, really happy that you're safe amidst all of this. First and foremost, uh, outside of that, it's just a, uh, like glad you're able to be in a position where uh, one, obviously, safety. Two, you're able to to work with people in the right places and all that jazz. Uh, it sounds like that being that being the case, uh, we we've had a, a number of guests on who. They'll operate in such a way where they're uh, where they're working. uh, We we refer to it as like working remotely, where you know you'll send files back and forth, just and work kind of across the internet as opposed to like working in person. But it sounds like you're in terms of a writing process. It sounds like you're preferred writing process is more so in person since you're trying to like travel and connect with people is that kind of the case for you where you feel like the creative process works best when you're when you're in the company of the people that you're that you're writing with versus doing it you know via the internet and whatnot
1: yes it's uh much more interesting of course uh, to work together and uh i met uh, also our sound guy uh he's really good uh in uh, um, making music he also mm-hmm. help us uh, with uh, uh music not only with sound and i really like uh, our uh studio days
0: mm-hmm. heck yeah those are fun'cause then you can and, and honestly like as as cool as it is uh we we kind of discuss often the fact that it's so nice that we live in this day and age where uh where people can be apart from one another like uh, like countries apart or you know states apart whatnot uh and still be able to work on projects together however uh however i can absolutely understand the 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 thought where okay it's it's just so much more engaged uh and, and just a better process overall to actually be there with the people working on this stuff with them, uh, and especially if you have a bunch of, a bunch of really really creative ideas like you you were talking about other musicians your sound guy who also who also jumped in and provided some musical input as well, uh, and that's cool because sorry we got planes flying over, but um but that's cool because then you. Then it's more instantaneous, uh, more immediate, the the creative output that comes Uh, instead of having to, oh, yeah, I have an idea. Let me like let me take note of that and let me like send some files over to somebody. It's so much nicer just in the moment you're with you're with this person and they're like, I have a great idea. They pick up a guitar. They're there with you. And like and then you you kind of bring the idea to be there in the moment. So I can completely understand that process as being as being a a preferred method of, of writing. Um, Is there, is, do you, do you kind of find any, is, is there any real, uh, I guess in the workflow of creating, creating new music with other artists? Is there any, do you find that there's any more remote way of writing or do you kind of just reserve it entirely for when, when y'all are together working on it? I don't know if it's kind of a little bit of both or if it's just, entirely in-person creative process if that makes sense I'm sorry my my
1: English is not so good
0: that I don't understand the the question (laughs) Uh, no that's okay that's okay it's uh, I guess all that to say it sounds like you have a process that works very well when you're working in person with people versus having Mm -hmm. to do it over the internet or whatnot so that makes good sense but um, but then there are things that you do, uh, that you do within your, uh, within your artist, uh, purview that do allow you to work remotely. And one of those things being, uh, with the rock school that you're doing, you, you were saying that you, so, so we can kind of wander into that. Cause I'm really curious about this, this school that you're doing, uh, with your friend and just kind of how uh, everything, everything in reference to that. So, um, so tell us a little bit about this rock school. Is it mostly, uh, yeah, just, just kind of give us a breakdown of, of that and, uh, how, like what, what that's all, what that's all been like at, up to this point, how it started like, and just everything, everything about that. Really curious about that.
1: I just met, uh, in the garage at, uh, uh, one session work, we, uh, work together. Um, for one song, and uh we was talking full night <laughs> between singing uh it was. Um i'm sorry first time we met uh and just uh, talk a little bit it was a uh, recording uh, recording and uh, then yeah. we met uh, at night uh, for making video and we talked a lot uh, full night and then we decided uh, that uh, maybe we, we will make uh, um, a rock school and we will work together why not and uh, uh we just uh Uh, Work with uh, social media together, Uh, but uh, now we don't do it because we're lazy. (laughs)
0: uh, (laughs)
1: uh, So we started, and sometimes, so we're like, uh, "Let's make this! Let's let's make this!" and we make it, and uh, then it's uh, just nothing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) that's that's really.
0: Yeah, that's, that's cool. Like, like pretty much we were saying earlier, that's just cool. How like you were working with, you were working with her as a student and then y'all kind of came together on that. Um, it also sounds like just since you didn't, it sounds like especially in the more extreme aspect of vocals that there might not have been a lot of resources available and whatnot, uh, available in order to learn. So it's like, you kind of saw this, this hole that could use filling, uh, you know, there's, there's not a lot of ways out there for people to learn this kind of, kind of easily. So then you pretty much were like, okay, as long as people don't really have this, this method of being able to learn this stuff, let's create a school for this and, and grow that. How many, at, at, at this point, how many students do, do you both have in, in total? How, how large has the school gotten to be at this point?
1: Uh, I want to say that it was a little bit in another way. So we met, uh-huh. uh, we started uh, to be friends and uh, we started uh, this school and I started to go to lessons after this, mm-hmm. uh, the, to Inna. Um, so it was in this way, uh, first we start, uh, school and uh, then I started to go to Inna. Um, and, uh, what was the question? <laughs> <I don't remember laughs> that it was something else. But I don't no, no, remember no, I was, what.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, so, so like from the time of y'all creating this this school and and going in on this thing together, uh, what like what's how many students at this point do y'all have coming to you for for help in in understanding uh, like extreme vocals at this point? How many students do you have?
1: It's uh, sometimes it can be. Uh, uh, maybe five students in a day, in a day. Uh, uh-huh. and uh, sometimes it's uh, no one goes to me, now no one goes to me and to Inna <laughs> because we are so lazy uh-huh. in social media now and uh, yeah. of course our students is Russians and the Russians have uh, got uh, another problems now
0: <laughs> yes, yes that is. they are going
1: <laughs> to Kazakhstan
0: uh-huh, yeah so th- that's, that's interesting just cause interesting in, a, in an unfortunate way, just with everything that's, that's kind of taking place right now. Uh, it's just, you know, things that, things that no one would typically encounter. So I guess, uh, just, I don't, I don't know. That's just kind of a heavy situation that, that everyone out in your regions, regions having to deal with currently. Uh, do you, I, I guess is. I don't know. Just how how do you how do you manage life as a musician amidst the the you know, warlike scenarios that are taking place currently? Uh is it you have to kind of put things to the side and and then and just kind of I don't know. I just I just can't fathom such a situation of having to deal with war scenarios like what y'all are dealing with while trying to uh while trying to be creative and and work within a creative industry like this i don't know if that makes sense but i'm just i'm just very curious about about the situation at large
1: uh, sometimes i feel like i can't uh, be creative right now uh because yep. uh, s- s- some new news uh and uh, then i'm like uh, i need to leave i need to do something uh because uh, i'm in sweden now with perfect uh, musicians with perfect people uh i like uh, to work with them a lot and uh, i can't be like uh, don't touch me now don't touch me now uh, maybe mm-hmm. later when uh, war will stop i can not do like this uh and uh, i don't think someone needed it so. Some people uh, uh, say that uh, it's uh, it's not so good to make uh, music and cre- be creative uh, right now. Uh, talk only about politics, and uh, so so that that's all. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I don't uh, f- think it uh, it's a uh, good because it 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 doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, will <laughs> I talk about politics or not? Because i I'm, I'm not a politician or a political blogger or someone yeah. else it doesn't matter
0: mm absolutely absolutely and that's 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 just fascinating being being over here where we're like so far removed from the whole situation that's taking place currently uh it's it's interesting just to hear the the perspectives uh and the mindsets that people have as as they're kind of talking to you like people saying uh oh you like you can't really take on these creative projects at the moment because there's more pressing matters, but, uh, it's, it's, it's a challenging thing of having to, uh, having to kind of separate your, your mind from, from the things that are taking place so that you can just continue living. It seems like, cause even, even when this stuff's happening, it's, uh, I don't know. I feel like there needs to be some sort of way to, mentally remove yourself from it otherwise it would just kind of overtake anybody. That's what I would figure at least but you being so much kind of closer to it and and having people that are directly involved in it uh, you might you might have a different a different take on that possibly so
1: yes I think it's uh, only about people people uh, help me to uh, be in music in uh, this moment when we uh, meet together and we make music. Uh, but, uh, if, if, uh, but uh, I can't uh, do something alone now just to go and make cover. No, <laughs> I can't. Uh, I, I tried it, uh, maybe once, uh, uh, but then I decided to, no, 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 because, uh, of course, all of my mind, mind uh, is, uh, in, uh, this, uh, uh, stream of news mm-hmm.
0: yeah just just so much input from everything that's going on so so yeah i was just i was just fascinated about about that and 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 just continue to stay safe out there I miss i miss everything i know you're in sweden at this point but just i know with you being from russia i'm sure you have like family that are from out there and everything so uh so definitely definitely uh have that in mind but outside of things like that getting on onto just more more uh we forgot a question.
1: Yeah, Again, we're, we're, we are
0: we're going to we're going to keep we're going to get things a little lighthearted here because we've kind of delved into some of the darker things of the world right now. Um so so just on a lighter note, tell us about some some bands or some artists that you might be listening to at the moment. Who are who are some bands, artists, music styles that you find yourself listening to a lot of these days?
1: Uh these days I don't listen to music. <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sorry to say it, uh, but uh, I don't listen to music n- right now. I listen to uh, news <laughs> every time. Uh, maybe <laughs> I will I will be crazy soon, but uh, I can't stop. I need more and more news. Please give me some <laughs> good news. Uh, but uh, when it uh, just started, uh, I really liked uh, to listen to uh russian punk rock pop punk music something about it and the rap music <laughs> russian oh nice with, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, really good uh, lyrics uh, and it was uh, it uh, fits uh, to all of the situation very well uh of course, uh, these songs w- was uh, written before the war, but uh, it was really nice uh, to uh, match the situation at uh, that moment. Uh, and uh, before, I liked uh, to listen uh some metalcore, progressive styles, uh, new metal. Heck yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Heck we love new cool. metal at this podcast. Yeah, all, everything, everything you 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 were listening to at that point is is great stuff. So <laughs> I I love that, and it, and it's like, and especially uh, as you were saying, it's all stuff that had been written prior to everything that's taking place now. But I'm sure it all it it, it all comes from a place of you know this stuff doesn't happen overnight. So there are it it, it takes a long time for the full effects to kind of show of, of, you know, like political, political strife and, and, and war times and whatnot. So just to even be hearing these things from these artists in relation to these, uh, these heavier topics and these kind of political, political matters, um, just to, even if they were recording it and producing it at a time prior to all this, just to kind of have that, I'd imagine is a is a really nice, a really nice thing to have readily available for you to be able to process the situation that's taking place. Like they're saying things that, that kind of, that are like directly in line with what you're experiencing, and it's like, yeah, I, I can relate with that. I'm sure that's that's hugely the case for you right now in listening to that stuff. So, um. What were some of the what are some of the artists in particular that you're listening that you were listening to both rap wise, metal wise, new metal wise what were what were some of the artists that you were checking out uh, What I uh, listened to or what uh, just just any in particular whether more recent or kind of when things first started off, uh who are who are some of those those artists or bands that you've that you had been listening to?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh I like a lot uh, uh Spirit Box, Ginger, oh, nice. Corn, <laughs> Linkin Park. Um,
0: <laughs> Dougie's rocking the Spirit Box hoodie right now. <laughs> 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 We're fans. Uh so Lincoln Park's good, I like Lincoln Park. Yeah. Spirit Box is great. We're Periphery. fans of pretty much everything. You need. Periphery? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Periphery. Yes. I absolutely love Periphery. They're like my favorite band. <laughs> yeah, they're fucking sick. Yeah. Who are some of the who are some of the rap rap artists that you've been listening to? Uh well
1: I like uh, rap music, Russian rap music.
0: <laughs> political Dude, heck,
1: yeah. rap. I, Russian political I, rap
0: there was a, there was, I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Russian, this Russian duo that I listened to a while ago called X and Hop. I don't know if, if that's one that you had heard of by chance. They're kind of dope though. I don't know that they were like so political, but I don't know. It's just rad. It's also kind of an interesting perspective too, as, as like, we're both, we're both Americans and like, we don't, we speak English and that's, and that's it. So it's, it's kind of cool and and this this will sound weird but it's kind of cool listening to a language like like russian or otherwise that that we don't know because it like it just you you kind of hear it strictly as a as an instrument just since you don't know what's being said uh so you almost hear it the same way you would hear like a guitar or this or that where where it's just another like melodic instrument and granted it's always it's always worth kind of seeing what these people are talking about just to understand what they're trying to communicate as musicians. But just from a surface level of, of not knowing the language, it's just kind of cool being able to hear it as another instrument when, when we don't know immediately what they're saying. So I was, I think we had mentioned that we, have you ever heard of a band called conflict? Uh, It has uh, the vocalist. Her name is uh, Anna Hell.
1: Um, We don't know each other, but I know that there is a band conflict. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We we had her on the on the podcast and was kind of echoing the same thought of like, oh, it's kind of cool. Like when you like, it's it again. It's really good to know, like, to find out and do some research into what is being said. But uh, since we don't know right off the bat, not speaking the language, uh, it's kind of cool, like hearing it and just hearing it just as another instrument, almost. Uh, initially, and then kind of doing the the research afterwards to 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 understand the the artist's message a little bit more. So, I don't know. I, that's just my kind of weird input when it comes to <laughs> music music styles out that uh, tap into languages outside of outside of English, since that's all we know. But yeah, so <laughs> I'm really cool. <laughs>
1: excited uh, to make uh, one challenge for me uh, to sing a song in swedish (laughs)
0: Uh
1: yeah (laughs) i don't know swedish i didn't learn it uh, yet uh, but um uh i really want uh, to sing a song in uh, swedish because i I think i can uh, uh prepare for it i can practice uh if someone will uh write lyrics and uh, give me audio file how to read all of this and i can practice and uh, then try to sing Uh, i think it uh, would be really cool
0: Mm -hmm. heck yeah what uh do you do you just speak russian and english for the time being or do you do you know other languages as well
1: no only russian and english
0: uh-huh, gotcha, gotcha. I know a lot of like generally we you know, like, especially in the in the EU, there's like people in school are, are taught, you know, five different languages by default, so I'm always kind of curious when it comes to like international or, you know, bands outside of the States or artists outside of the States, like what all they learned in their upbringing, So I always figure I'd I'd ask on that. Outside of outside of music, uh outside of music itself, what are some other some other Things that you do with your time. What are some some interests of yours? Uh, some hobbies, passions, uh, things of that sort. We always like to kind of delve into that too, just to get a better understanding of the things that make artists interested outside of music.
1: Uh, it's only work, uh, uh, some news and uh, band. And now I started to learn Java programming. <laughs>
0: Oh, that's great. That's I'm awesome. I'm maybe
1: crazy, but I decided that I need uh, uh, to, to some profession in which I can work uh, everywhere and uh, it's uh, really needed uh, Yeah. because uh, uh, work in Russia right now, it's uh, not so good. <laughs> and
0: <Yeah.
1: laughs> uh I find uh, interesting uh, work in uh Europe, I think in every country, in every country in Europe, it's very difficult because of language, uh, and because of skills, of course, because uh, I can sell something, be manager or anything else. But uh, I think you know, it's a. Uh, too much managers already everywhere. Uh, so I decided that I need uh, to to be Java programmist. I'm not so good,
0: <laughs> but I'm trying. It's challenging. <laughs> that's that stuff is difficult. And honestly, you're you're making like that's such a such a great decision to make in in taking on that kind of that kind of learning, wanting to understand pro- programming better. Uh, it's not going to become any less important in the time to come I think it's only getting bigger it's 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 only becoming growing yeah it's only becoming a bigger thing and uh frankly too you know like one one other priority for musicians is the ability to as as you've kind of outlined over the course of this podcast you know be able to like travel around uh go to the places you need to whether for writing purposes or for for touring or whatnot so to have something that you can take with you as opposed to you needing to be in one location for it that's like absolutely massive. So uh so one to have something that you can take with you on the road and two to have something that's as valuable as programming is that's like like heck yeah. That's like that's just a major score. <laughs> so such a good call. And uh do you uh I guess so you were saying Java in particular right now? Are there any other uh languages that you're any other programming languages that you're planning on kind of getting getting more uh familiar with from here as you as you navigate the whole process
1: mm, uh, i need to learn one first
0: yeah t- to uh, hear that it's 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 it's, it's challenging yeah <laughs>
1: I'm engineer, and uh, in university there was a few languages, but uh, it was uh, just a little bit, and of course I don't remember anything.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) it's a lot. It's like it's kind of one of those things where if you're not if you're not doing it all the time, it's uh, it could like you know kind of kind of fall out of fall out of Of your mind and whatnot, fall out of your memory and whatnot. But I think that's really cool that you're doing that. I uh, and and even in different ways it's it's cool to hear you know being a musician is such a challenging uh such a challenging thing to to maintain because it just inherently you know it in and of itself can be not too much of a money maker so it's it's cool to hear more and more as we have musicians on the podcast the kind of creative uh approaches that they're taking to supplement what they're doing as musicians in order to sustain their living uh, we'll see a, a lot of times where they'll do stuff that is kind of ingrained within the music community uh, for instance we know a lot of you know people that are in bands that will also do uh, photography for for shows they'll do they'll do videography and other creative projects outside of that that kind of still work within the the metal music or the music community in general. Uh, but it's also cool to see what people are doing uh, entirely outside of metal as a way to allow them to keep doing what they're wanting to do metal music wise. Like uh, even Anna hell was a great example of that because she was saying she's a like an aircraft engineer. I, I think it yeah. was the case. Yeah. yeah. So like just really cool, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like really cool out there kind of profession so I think just to to jump on something like like programming is such a great idea especially since that you don't really need to be like around like planes all the time you can just be by your laptop and then you're and then you're good to go
1: <laughs> and my education is a uh, lighting engineer
0: oh yeah but, uh, you, you said uh, you said electric engineer
1: uh, lighting.
0: <laughs> lighting 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 it's, it's a problem
1: that, that I'm not a uh, uh, that I'm not good in electricity. I'm good mm-hmm. at lighting. Uh, but uh, in yeah. Europe, as I can see, uh, electrics uh, do all of this lighting stuff. In uh, Moscow, it's very uh, popular uh, to go to company, to special company uh, in lighting if you want to make a lighting at home or uh, some building wants uh, uh lighting.
0: Hmm. yeah that's a, and that's a cool skill to have too uh you know to be able to uh, to to be able uh, pretty much as we were saying there a second ago like where other people are doing like photography for for shows or videography for shows to be able to be the person that's like producing the lighting experience for that would be like super cool i like uh it's fun. I, like I play with just a local band here in our, our small little Colorado town uh, and recently kind of did a, a, a bigger show where we were able to get like a sound guy like super roped in for, for the process as well as uh, a, like a, a, just a, a really really skilled lighting engineer. And it's kind of cool like understanding the process that a lighting engineer does to you know take this very sound oriented experience, that being music but bring it to life visually speaking. So, so lighting engineers do a lot for, for a live, a live sound experience. So, so y'all are, y'all are real heroes for us. (laughs) (laughs) But not me.
1: (laughs) I can uh, do good uh, lighting at a apartment, for example, or at a building, it's, uh, oh okay another gotcha thing. nice I'm not good at uh, stage lighting I tried it uh, only once uh, but it was uh, already connected everything and I just uh, pushed the uh, buttons
0: <laughs> still honest to goodness to, to be the person that is you know you're like kind of the the puppeteer for that piece of the whole thing you're the person that's kind of pulling the strings for that that's 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 noteworthy so so don't 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 sell yourself short on that one, <laughs> but that's cool though that you do that you do that for for other places too. So uh, it's I don't know it's just cool like what what random skills people have uh, and where their expertise lies outside of music. So always love kind of hearing more about that. But um, well, on on that note, looks like we're kind of coming to time at this point. I want to make sure that we have some some time laid out that way people know where they can find you and where they can follow what you have going on. So. Uh so I want to uh let all of the bronzy podcast uh or all the bronze metal podcast listeners, all of the bronzies know where they can follow you online whether it be social media, uh streaming platforms and whatnot. So uh the the floor is yours to tell people where they can follow what you have going on these days. Uh
1: Facebook, Instagram, uh YouTube, uh Ben's YouTube, Carmilla Ben's YouTube uh, because uh, my YouTube is uh, dying. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I didn't uh, make a video for it uh, uh, for ages. Uh, So Facebook, Instagram Ben's uh, YouTube Facebook and Instagram uh, of myself and uh, of my band. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, uh, everywhere. <laughs> I think, I think uh, you can find uh, us everywhere. And uh, Carmila have got uh, also Twitter. For me, it's very strange to have uh, Twitter, but we have got it and uh, it uh, works uh, really good.
0: Heck yeah. Well, Bronzies, you all know where you can find Alona now. Uh, definitely check out. band is called Carmila. Check that out. Other bands called Split Mind, give that a listen as well. They're both super killer bands, like really, really a big fan of, of what y'all got going on with that. And also check out Hot uh, Hot School, the school of rock that she's a part of. Uh, that way, you know, I, I think it's cool just to find any resources out there for people to be able to better understand and, and learn how to do these more extreme styles. So bronzies, if you're wanting to make cool noises, definitely check that out as well. And uh, yeah, I guess in that case, until next next time bronzies this has been bronze metal podcast